0: Hey guys, welcome to
1: VCR Podcast or Verification Code Required Podcast.
0: If we sound very structured and on point, that's because you're correct. We've done this eight times in a row and uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure every episode we've uh, recorded for y'all, we've always had some kind of technical difficulties. Um, But (laughs) with the uh, trauma and fear of something else happening again, let's go on and get straight to the point. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a highly anticipated game called Cyberpunk 2077. It's a very uh, famous game, and I would say famous before its release date, just because everyone was expecting it to be such a great game. It's a futuristic RPG made by the studio who created the Witcher series, known as CD Project Red. Um, and the studio is a fan-favorite studio that often focuses on their needs of their customer base first. Um, So Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out December 10th, a week from today, December 3rd, uh, is the date we're recording right now. And I just want to ask you, Elise.
1: Just for a second, though. Of course. uh, uh, People who bought, pre-ordered their copy from... uh, Best Buy, I guess, have already started getting their physical copies already. Whoa. T- tweeting out with them uh pictures of them with their copy of Cyberpunk seven twenty seventy seven in their hand.
0: Talk well, about here I've got it in my hand and they ordered from Best Buy. So That's crazy. Right. Well <laughs> there I have it. I believe because mm-hmm. I got my uh I mean not gaming related, but I got my iPhone early when I pre ordered it through Best Buy. Yeah. Um but Okay, that's, that's really cool. So there you go. It's I guess the release date can determine within this week. There might be ways to get it early. I don't know for sure. Um, however, I was kind of excited to get this game. Uh, I'm getting it on Stadia. It's available on all platforms, most if not all. And I want to get it on Stadia because Google has a promo where if you pre-order it or buy it within a certain Uh, Amount of time, you get a Stadia Pro controller with it. And at least what platform are you going to be getting it on?
1: I got it on Stadia myself as
0: well. Oh, oh. Is there a specific reason why?
1: Yes, because my kids keep hogging up all of my other video game platforms.
0: That's pretty awesome. So, what are you going to do with your second Stadia controller?
1: I don't know, actually.
0: I'll buy it off of you. We'll talk about that off the air. Anyways. (laughs) Um, so Elise has told me about uh, not cyberpunk uh, CD Projekt Red, the studio about their path towards releasing this game and things that they've done and some controversy so I don't know what this controversy is so I don't know if I'm excited or nervous to hear about it because I'm excited for the game because I like the Witcher series Um, so what's what's been going on? What has CD Project Red been up to? I mean, they put their customers first, so does that mean that they're working their employees like slaves for the sake of the customer's happiness? Like, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Should there be a balance? I mean, I
1: I think they are among... (sighs) Okay. Yes, but they're not unusual, I guess, in this, except for what they said prior to this game coming out because they got burnt. So CD Projekt Red and Naughty Dog, to just name those two big studios um, that are highly well-regarded, have put out classically uh, very well-received games, right? The Witcher for CD Projekt Red, um, The Last of Us for Naughty Dog, right? Well, and also Uncharted. Pretty, both of those games are oftentimes found in the top, you know, 25, 50 games of all time for best games, right? They both have a history of crunch and just very much um, working the employees having to basically work like dogs prior to the release of their games. Um okay. So, so real
0: quick, before you do move on, I just want to quickly ask that way when you mention to it when you mention it, people will know what is crunch?
1: So it's basically when you ask your employees to put in extra long hours. Usually it's supposed to be with like in a small amount of time, a few weeks, a month, something like that, to be able to meet a deadline. But a lot of times this crunch will go on for months and months. But it's a oh. instead of working a regular 40-hour a week, like most of us are used to, they might work 60, 80 hours. Oh: hours So crunch
0: week. itself is not a bad thing. I, I mean, it could be a busy thing, but it could just mean that maybe there's some final things that need to be done. The employer usually rushes it. Uh, and then I guess, depending on the studio or company, it can be voluntary but some not. But then as is written in our show notes, some supervisors or leaders, I like to call them, will buy food and try and make it more comfortable, even though no one likes to be at work. So crunch itself is just a work thing. So probably no one may like it, but it's not like a horrible controversy thing. Like Mm -hmm. some other companies do. Uh, I I would
1: disagree with that. So when you're talking about working a hundred hours a week for six, eight, 10 12 weeks we're talking
0: months yeah but not everyone's doing that
1: well right now cd project red as if you look at one of the articles i did, is they are
0: doing it which is it's why it's, mandatory. A bad thing.
1: it's a, it, they made it mandatory six-week crunch the employees are getting paid for it but you can't pay someone for missing out on their kids say hockey games uh-huh. I wouldn't be able to do that. You can't go to the doctor during that time, theoretically. Um, you have a you know, vacation that you've planned and suddenly you've got, you know, a six week mandatory crunch. What are you going to do? You can't crunch while you're on vacation on a cruise to, you know, the Mediterranean. So um, you're missing out on life. And people aren't just their jobs, their life. And this hasn't just happened for six weeks. There was additional reports from people who have worked, anonymous reports that this isn't the only crunch they've done on this game. It's been rolling crunch where they've crunched and then gotten, you know, some time and then it came back and then it came back. Um, And then after all this crunch goes away, um, so when you talk about, there was a whole um, kind of blow up um, when Jason Schreier, who was at the time at Kotaku, now he's with, I think, Bloomberg Gaming. Uh-huh. So it's Bloomberg News. Is, he writes the gaming uh, section of the website or whatever. Um, he wrote this expose basically on the development of Anthem, if everybody remembers Anthem. And Um, that BioWare was crunching ridiculously prior to the release of that game. Um, On Twitter, you should have seen the number of ex-BioWare developers who were involved with the crunch for Inquisition, which is my favorite game, and how incredibly bad it was and how many people left BioWare over it. Um, There was mental health issues. BioWare was actually taking you know, serving the employee's mental health because you just can't sustain sleeping in your car, sleeping at work. Um, Naughty Dogs, the co-director of The Last of Us said that he got a ho- uh, rented an apartment closer to the offices so he didn't have to waste the time going all the way home. I mean, could you imagine, like, renting another apartment to be closer to the office so that you had more time to crunch? So I'm not not sure any of that is considered good. Yes, it's short term. um, But it's not just this studio that does it. It's kind of a hazard of working in video games. And over time, it ends up taking its toll. That's why the average age of a game developer is in their 30s.
0: Because they get sick and tired of it. Right. Okay, but still, my point being, like, I get that. And crunch, I guess, as of now, is bad. But does that mean it's always or meant to be? Was it always meant to be a bad thing? No, it or wasn't. Do you think some companies do it still in a good way? Like to this day, like, hey, can you sign up? Like, you know, like a, an email, maybe a memo saying, hey, if y'all want to make more money or more hours, sign up for this crunch. But it sounds like the problem here is CD Project Red, obviously, is not giving that option they are forcing their employees to work over, missing out on their personal life. Right. Just for a game that's going to be late and not qualify for any game awards.
1: Um, I mean, you get into this kind of debate about... So, Crunch, I'm sure, originally wasn't bad. Um, historically, game studios tend to get behind because unlike movies, where you have actors they come in and they're live and they have X, Y, Z, look, right. Video games are designed from the, from nothing to something. And so the pre-production period and the, all that stuff where you come up with ideas and you figure out how to make your ideas work and where you fail a whole bunch to figure out what works and what doesn't, that tends to be longer than say movies or TV. Um So there's always more time at the beginning of the project, at the end of the project. It's frequent that video game studios don't stay on time. Um, But it's now become just accepted now that if you're in a video game industry, you are going to have to crunch. Um, Is that good? I don't think so. So, Because of the that, way
0: companies are dealing. Or, yeah, that's right. horrible.
1: So it's you just, if you're in the video game industry along with losing your job frequently um, this crunch comes along too. And so it ends up shifting the video game industry younger and people without kids because once you start having kids and you get older you can't do this as much. And so then you have to ask if you don't have this kind of breadth of experience and people who walk from different parts of life, it also makes people, the industry to be frank, wider, because you have to have more money generally to be able to work a hundred hours, right? There's not that many single moms in game development. Um, and some of it is this, does that make the games better? I mean, we're getting Miles Morales for Spider-Man. Huh. Just now. This ain't new, right? Miles Morales, Spider-Man. How many Spider-Man games have been made?
0: God. A lot. I can tell you I started with my N64 version. And,
1: and Miles Morales has been around for how long? And we're just now getting Years one? now. Like, we're just now yep. getting, like, a... a, a, a Minority as a main character from a major like industry, we don't have any like, where's my Wonder Woman game? <laughs> like where's my where's my female superhero or whatever? It just, yeah. So, and my question is, is it because we just don't have that many black folks in the industry and so then their voices aren't at the table when they're conceptualizing, what are we gonna work on next? So all of this stuff to me is not good. So you have to kind of look big picture to say, well, is this good or not? Is this bad or not? To me, it's bad. So
0: okay, so trying to merge this back to CD Project Red. What do you think their issue is? Um, As with, opposed to why do you think they're doing uh, crunch? Are their- they behind in every work? Lack diversity?
1: why they're doing crunch it's mm-hmm.
0: because
1: they like many others in the video game industry that are in positions of power, don't think it's a big deal or that it's unavoidable that you
0: have to so do crunch. Well. You're say- so you're saying that you think they do it because they can or just because it's not yes. a big deal. Yes. So not even because there are past deadlines or anything just no, to rush it. That, it's just get this done.
1: That is true. But it's one of those things where, you have to prioritize what's important to you, right? To make behavioral changes to avoid an issue. Um, you can't say that they didn't know this was going to happen because they have had this problem on every single one of the games they released. So it's not like they didn't know it was coming. Um, and they also they promised because this was brought up to them, and see, there was a CD Project Red was called out for this behavior after the brouhaha of the Anthem um, uh, kind of uprising in games media about their crunch, CD Projekt Red and Naughty Dog were both singled out by name in media as being frequent offenders of this. And their leadership said, oh, we're not going to do that on this game. There's going to be no mandatory crunching. And then they came out and they put out a statement saying they were going to be mandatory uh, crunch because they were going to have to delay the game and it just couldn't be helped basically is what they were saying. At what point, the, I think the response from people who hate crunch is at what point does it become unavoidable and move into its habitual? It was unavoidable because you didn't do anything to make it avoidable. So, um, you know, it's hard to say. And then how much crunching happens because, you know, you don't want to leave the office because some of your coworkers are still there and you don't want to seem like the slacker who didn't stay when other people stayed and your boss didn't tell you you had to stay, but everybody else is still there and so you stay. Like that cultural acceptance of crunch too as being part of Gain's development. So
0: then a lot more people making it mandatory. No. Mm. Yes.
1: And then the leadership of CD Projekt Red, and I do believe I linked that in the show notes, but got on a leadership or an investor call and basically said crunch is no big deal. And it leaked (laughs) to the media. And then the CEO got up or the studio head got up and apologized on Twitter for his insensitive comments to his employees.
0: (laughs) No big deal. So that's a big spit in the face. If I was an employee, I missed... My daughter's birthday party for a no big deal comment? Right, exactly. I, I mean, That's... asking
1: your employees to work, like, say, 80 hours in one week and to give up their life outside of the office is a big deal. So, especially when it's not by their own choice. It's either do it or lose your job. So.
0: And so, did they apologize for this leaked video?
1: I don't think it was a video. I think it was just someone linked.
0: Of oh, a statement. The, the, I went, the,
1: the, the, uh, of the call. Of that being said during the investor call. I don't know if CD Project Red does what EA does, which is they release the transcript. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, it was a good. So um, CD Project Red has been falling all over themselves, but there's quite a few of the uh, you know, consumer base that defends them because they went out on record several years ago saying they weren't going to do microtransactions. They feel it's anti-consumer. And there was a couple other things that they do. Um, they're very much defenders of the used game market um, because that's where they got started as a, a company. So mm-hmm. um, they do a lot of things that... Um, make them very uh, their games are very polished when they're released. They're considerably less buggy than most. Um, and they're
0: just kind of so very quickly going back to uh, the apology. So I believe it was uh, Adam. I cannot pronounce his last name though.
1: He's Polish.
0: <laughs> Kaczynski. I'm pretty sure it's something like that um kasinski isn't your husband's last name polish but sounds russian
1: their cd project red is a polish company although they hire people from all over but um yes so i would imagine it's a slavic name do
0: you believe or accept his apology and i'm quoting the last i have nothing to say in my defense what i said was not even unfortunate it was utterly bad for that Please accept my most sincere and honest apologies. I always was and am still proud of the heart and soul you put into what you do every day. First of all, don't say soul. That just lets me know. (laughs) Like, just say heart and like sweat and tear or something, but soul? So he knows that people's souls are going into the That's He's demonic. He worships Satan. I can tell.
1: Mm, The question that you need to ask is, is he sorry for what he said or is he sorry he got caught?
0: That's my question. I think he's sorry he got caught.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Um, (laughs) Um, That's not the first time that sentiment has come out of the leadership at CD Projekt Red. They've gone on record multiple times saying they don't think crunch is that bad that it's an inevitable part of game development. And if you want to be in game development, you have to crunch. Like they basically said that without using those exact words, but they've at various points in time, people that are in leadership at CD Projekt Red over the last like decade have had that sentiment. Um, and to be frank with you, Naughty Dog has also kind of been like we don't make people crunch but they just do it and it's just kind of part of the culture of naughty dog so you know they're not that unusual then um they're part of the group of notorious crunching studios and all of them are award-winning studios so you have to wonder if they don't have some kind of secret handshake <laughs> All these studios oh Lord <laughs> that to get like a game that everybody says is like a masterpiece, you have to crunch if you want to be in the masterpiece creating club, you have to crunch another one is um the studio that made um that God of War, Santa monica they're another notorious crunching studio, and God of War is great
0: games so so there we go so I learned what crunch was today thank you for explaining it hopefully some listeners learned what crunch uh, is so then another question I have to ask is for someone who doesn't even bother to look into the development of a game let's just say you're a great gamer just a regular gamer you don't they're not like they're not like me and you where we get into the depth of the developer or the teams and you know, the breakdown of it. Uh, do you think it's okay for them to just buy the game and support it and like it? Do you think they should at least try and see, like, the sweat and tears that were made into it? Like, almost like movies, even, or music. Like, people are starting to now realize, oh, so-and-so wrote this song that this artist performs. So do you think a gamer should be concerned? Or do you think it doesn't matter if they're, uh, what's the word, just ignorant towards it?
1: That's a very hard question to answer. Um, just speaking from my own experience I deliberately did not buy any of the Witcher games nor have I played any of them um, because I'm very anti-crunch and just to state I almost also forgot that EA got sued for crunching it was pretty famous Um, so this isn't new and um, it's been something that's been huge topic for two decades, three decades, two decades. I think that happened late nineties, early two thousands. Um, the EA, if you ever want to look it up, it's EA spouse, I believe is if you Google that, you'll get the whole story. Um, but back to your question. I, it's hard to say if you boycott a game because you object to giving money to CD project red when they do this, um, there's a debate on either side, you know. Okay, I don't want to give my money so they will do to encourage them to behave badly, but then on the other hand, you're also hurting the developers.
0: No, I was just going to so, say that. Imagine if you worked your ass off and then no right. one buys the game. Um, that's a tough question. I don't know the answer myself. I wasn't like asking that to be like, well, no. I really was asking you. So I guess for the listeners too, like, are you going to buy it? And after hearing this. Does it change your opinion? Me, it does change my opinion of the game, but it just changed my opinion of so much. Again, so it makes me want to buy the game and play it to appreciate the developers that worked so hard and got forced into Crunch. But then it definitely does make me kind of frown upon CD Projekt Red. So I don't think there's a win or loss. I think it's a both. They get my money. I'm supporting the devs that are still being overworked, but at least they're getting paid because if I boycotted it, they don't get paid, which I guess is going to be so famous and so many people don't know about this. Me right. buying it's not going to really be a ooh like there's a dent in their check, but Correct. still like just things like that. Um, so that should say after all this BS, this game better be good. After <laughs> CD Projekt Red <laughs> did all this, this better be um, a great game. I so, imagine it will be. I imagine it will be too, which gets me to the next part. Since we are running out of time, um, let's talk about what we're going to do when we start playing. Do you plan on streaming or recording? Because I am thinking about it.
1: I don't know. Um, I'm just not good at streaming, so. Um,
0: well, then I you doubt might be good it. as a. I've been doing personal <laughs> stream like. I want to do Let's Plays, like like pre-recorded or recorded videos, not streamed videos. But right. that requires editing and a lot of time. And I kind of want to be, for once, one of the first thousands, I guess, of people that people can see streaming. Um, so I'm just, I might as well just get into it and just stream it. Maybe on Facebook. Again, more personal. Um,
1: you got that streaming button but- on Stadia. You just click it. Right yes, there. but it
0: doesn't stream straight to YouTube right now.
1: Really? Uh,
0: Does it? I don't know. No, it doesn't. I,
1: I haven't. I I don't know. I haven't. I haven't tried it yet because I wasn't really. I have. It's me. not available yet. Well, that's BS. This should be. Um, but it will be this since they've been pimping.
0: Maybe. Well, I maybe. don't know. Like things happen so instantly. Like the messaging. We talked about it in like that same week. Boom. Here's messaging. So yep. for all we know. Uh, That would be great, but I'm going to plan ahead and uh, plan to stream it. I don't know what – actually, you can stream it on multiple platforms. I've seen people do that. I don't know how to. Mm -hmm. you got to put different streaming keys in Mm -hmm. because I know I was on Facebook uh, streaming once. I was watching a gamer, and I was typing in a chat, he's replying to things that are not in this chat at all. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, But it turns out he was streaming on Twitch and this, maybe something else. I don't know if it's possible over two, but it was definitely – uh, at least two different streaming platforms, mm, yeah. and I'm pre- he was eventually replying to Facebook things. So I know you can see messages from both, but
1: oh, wow. that's
0: a lot of stuff. How setting do you do, do, do
1: that without um, a moderator?
0: There are there are he had a moderator, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he was applying to both of them. And there are ways, though, you can put it all in one chat. I think like uh, you would have to have a client, though. So you're not doing it straight from Facebook. You're not doing it straight from YouTube or um, Twitch. Or Mixer, LOL, see what I did there. Uh, You definitely (laughs) ain't doing it for Mixer anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, Rest in peace. Uh, So I think it's a client that just merges them all in with the, what do you call it, your stream ID or whatever? And maybe you you can can just read them all there, and it tells you, like, which source it's from. I know Warframe
1: used to stream to, like, three different platforms, if I remember correctly, when they do their streams. They do it on multiple platforms. But...
0: I think I want to try and stream it with you. I'm making a proposal live on air. Um, I don't know how, but we try. And it eventually worked at the very end after all the technical difficulties. Uh, but I want to try and stream it with you using Zoom. And you can stream it on your platform. God knows what. I'll stream it on mine. And maybe we can play it side by side to see, like, who gets through. Almost like Okay, so Phoenix, uh, for those listening, we streamed or recorded, didn't stream. And, ooh, look at me talking so highly about the game, and I'm over here forgetting the name of it. And Mortals,
1: Immortals. Immortals,
0: Um, <laughs> and we again, whenever we try and do something together online, just technology breaks down. Mm-hmm. Ultron is not having it. He goes, "Oh, these two want to have fun? <laughs> Let me go on and shut down." <laughs> um, the last time we tried to play Overwatch together, COVID nineteen hit. So you see, it's us. It's our fault. We're sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we ended the world trying to play something online, uh, but no I'm gonna I'm I'm keep you on your toes. I might try that. I might help you set up everything' um, cause it'd be fun to do that while streaming, and I paid for Zoom, like the big, expensive zoom. Mm-hmm. so why not try and do something like that? Um, maybe have like watchers and something talk to us too. But yes, uh, that is that's all I have, but before we end, tomorrow. Is a very special day. December 4th. December 4th. What is December 4th?
1: It's Dragon Age Day.
0: Dragon Age Day?
1: We're talking about CD Projekt Red, and CD Projekt Red's cool and all. Cyberpunk 77, whatever. But for those of you who, who may not have picked this up yet, if you're new here, hi, my name's Elise, and I love Dragon Age. Okay, I'm just gonna.
0: What do you like about Dragon I love Age? Love
1: Dragon Age. What I, is? A, I
0: don't I, name some ways you plan on celebrating Dragon I Age. I cannot tell you exactly why I love it. I just do. How? Uh, I can. <laughs> All right, everyone, listen here. Romance, kissing, lots yeah. of kissing, lots yeah. of romance. Yeah. Choose the wrong option, and now your romantic partner is dead. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Plus, That's know why what? she likes it. I'm a Lord of the Rings nerd, so Dragon Age is. Lord of the Ringsy. Um, That's true. So you know, I will romance, say the romances, on... Lord of the Ring the writing is great. They have published authors that are there, uh, are writers part. Of the, all their writing team has published mostly. There's a few that have it but the majority of them have. Um, so good writing, like it's just
0: great writing, and, great story. Well, the story's up to you, but yes, great stories. Yeah, it's just adventure,
1: um, multiple, whatever, multiple endings, and you can customize your character. And if you want to be a black woman with no hair, you can do
0: that. You sure can. And you can be a mage, too. You could literally be Ikora from Destiny. You could.
1: Okay, so I'm sorry. What we you ask me? So tomorrow's Dragon Age Nothing you is added the anger. fan day for Dragon Age. There's going to be... Oh, I know what I was so asking. It.
0: How are you going to yeah, celebrate it?
1: So BioWare is, usually does some kind of a stream. They did it for N7 Day, which is the Mass Effect one. They had a panel with a bunch of writers and voice actors. I feel like they're going to be doing the same thing for Dragon Age. Um,
0: I so another at- question. Why December 4th?
1: Um, I think it's... They tried... Well, it's not the anniversary of Dragon Age because that already happened. Because mm-hmm. um, if you I think, think about it,
0: Mass Effect Day, and seven makes sense. November seventh, N seven. N7.
1: I think it was because but, the four, like, looks like one of the le- letters in Dragon Age. I think it's supposed to look like the A in Dragon Age. So I think that's why they picked it.
0: And then just uh, then December, just because
1: <laughs> I think. But I mean, I know, I, got, I get it. It can't be as perfect as N seven. I get it. It's only been around a couple years. This might be the. third year for Dragon Age Day.
0: That's fine. Um, That's completely fine.
1: But uh, the the first year they released the teaser trailer for the new Dragon Age Day that's coming and everybody and their brother and they announced that something was coming on Dragon Age Day, Bioware did. And then they released the teaser trailer at the Game Awards. So, okay. um, so usually Bioware gets into the mix as well. So we're gonna see. I'm excited. I'm hoping there's gonna be some cool stuff coming down the pike. Those of us who are Dragon Age fans, we know it's not coming out. The rumors have it coming out somewhere in 2022. But
0: all right, well, I'm gonna leave it to you to get on VCR podcast, Twitter, and, some, and do some celebration. Okay. I will do that. Tweet some Dragon Age stuff for Dragon Age Day.
1: So happy Dragon Age Day! Pre pre Dragon
0: Age, but be prepared—the anniversary for the Legend of Zelda is coming. So uh, (laughs) you do you, boo. And you do you, man. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. It was a great episode. It did not shut down on us. We actually did like a full thirty minutes. Oh my god! Can uh, you believe it? Didn't have a malfunction. I really cannot. We had the malfunction Uh,
1: fifteen minutes before.
0: Yeah. (laughs) just before so listen uh twitter VCR Podcast, uh tumblr tumblr uh no not tumblr uh com, and keep an eye on that one because i am I just, posting screenshots of my breath of the wild i was about
1: ready to say gameplay. you're supposed to be putting stuff up there for your breath of the wild
0: place i am so i am taking screen i just got to transfer them from my switch to i do it for, via twitter uh i take the screenshot I don't do the memory card thing. I just post it on like a fake Twitter I have, like a a non-usable Twitter that I don't use for this type of stuff. And I'll download it from my phone from there. And then that's when I'll probably post it straight on Tumblr. So expect that. I'll give myself a deadline. I'm not telling y'all because if I don't need it, but I'll give myself a deadline. Uh, There'll be stuff on there. Because the game came out, uh, Age of Calamity came out last week, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little behind, but I'm enjoying the gameplay because of it. And I think that is it, mm-hmm. so thank you all for listening. Stay strong and keep on. keep playing, y'all bye.
1: bye.